Hello, this is Revel, and you are listening to Revelations, celebrating your potential. My guest today is somebody I have been trying to get a hold of for weeks. He is so busy, but I am I am specially honored to have author, speaker, raw living expert, David Wolf. Welcome, David. How are you doing, Revel? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am the best ever. Of course you are. Of course you are. That, that really goes without saying, doesn't it? I'm just excited that we finally got together on this phone call. I know we've been doing this dance for a while, and I think the information that's going to be shared here is going to be really pertinent and appropriate and a lot of fun. No question. No question about it. Let, let's start off with, um, I, 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 you probably don't know that Alyssa and Cohen and I do a weekly show, and when we get um, emails from people asking questions we don't have experience with, we just don't answer them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll say, hey, you know, we're not marathon runners. I can't help you. You know, talk to somebody who's raw and a marathon runner like Ruth Heydrich. So I don't know where your experience is, so if I may, I'm going to ask you some questions. And if you feel free, you know, if you feel not to answer, just say pass, because, I mean, it may not be in your experience for all I know. Then again, it may. Okay? Great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that, this, this is what I do for a living, so it sounds like fun. Good. <laughs> okay, so cold weather is coming up, and a lot of people are saying, how do I stay warm and eat raw? Okay, well, one of the things that we recommend, and it's just a good recommendation for all times of the season, is eat as much food that's at room temperature as you can. And when you eat like a refrigerated apple or refrigerated cucumber or refrigerated pear, it does cool you off. It has a cooling effect, and the same is true is if you have, say, warmed water or warm tea, that will heat you up. And probably herbal tea is a really good way to go through the winter um, if you want to maintain your raw living foods diet and, and keep on with your immune system at high levels, herbal tea is really what we recommend. You don't have to boil the water. You can just raise the water up to about 160 to 170 Fahrenheit, which is really hot. You can't keep your finger in that. And um, that, that will not disturb the water. The water molecules actually become disturbed after about 170 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's, that's a way you can, you can skirt around this. And even with this whole new thing with raw cacao now, you could take a little honey, a little raw cacao, and blend it right into an herbal tea and make yourself a nice little hot chocolate on any cold morning throughout the winter. Well, that sounds good. Now, question will be on this one, on um, you said herbal tea. People are always asking. And people, like, everything is picky, picky, picky. So the question being, herbal teas are not raw, are they? Well, it depends on what kind of herbal tea you're talking about. Now, I'm not talking about prepared herbal tea. I'm just kind of assuming that individuals out there know that you can take, for example, a vanilla bean, dice it up, make a tea out of it, and you don't have to boil the water, and then drink that, and you can get a nice warm drink that's vanilla-flavored because it actually contains vanilla, and that's kind of my idea of an herbal tea. You could do the same with goji berries. You could do the same with a whole host of other bulk herbs that you could find out there like horsetail, nettles, oat straw, make a nice bone-building formula for yourself. Um, I, you know, a big part of what I do is herbalism, and that's a, a real focus of mine because in order for the whole picture to work, you know, in all seasons, for all people, all metabolisms, um, herbs play a very critical role, if not the critical role, in the whole success of anybody's diet and immune system. And uh, that's why we bring that component in. 
Okay, now this is a whole new level because you are assuming something these people do not know. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. This this is even good for me. I I didn't. Uh, now, when you're talking horsetail and all that, you're talking about the raw, the real life plant. Right. You could just take the the plant. What we do is we pick the plants that we like in the summer. Actually, right now mm-hmm. at the end of the summer, and then we dry them. We just hang dry them right there in the front of the house, outside, sometimes inside our shed. Um, because our shed has a nice blow-through of air, and then they just dry out, and then you just make a tea out of that in the, in the wintertime. So you haven't cooked anything, you've not damaged anything with heat. If you have a wood-burning stove that heats your home in the wintertime, um, you just literally take a nice stainless steel pot, put some spring water in there, some of these dried herbs in there, make a nice herbal tea, and then pour it through a strainer into a cup, and you're ready to go. Oh, that's fabulous. This is this is way beyond anything that I thought I was going to get. Now you travel a lot. How can one eat on airplanes, or should they, or what do you do? Well, the research, uh, according to myself, Dr. Gabriel Cousins and Diana Fairbanks, who's um, a very famous airline stewardess who's written several books on air travel. Um, the research all points to one thing, and that is you really shouldn't eat that much on planes, if at all, because what ends up happening is you become a little bit kind of bloated. Your your digestive tract becomes um, enlarged when you're traveling, you're flying, and is not capable of digesting food as well or with as much energy as if, for example, you were on the ground, you know, on a, on a quick lunch or something like that. So it's important to have enough to eat on a plane so you feel like you're, you're not starving and you feel like you're in balance, but you don't want to go to the point where you're actually eating tons of food. I generally will travel with very little food you know, mostly goji berries and cacao beans, things like that. And then what ends up happening is I get onto a flight and I realize, oh, I don't have any food. And it's a good excuse for me personally to be away from food, um, to just have an excuse to fast. Because when you've been doing this a while, you probably found this out, Revel, you really don't need to eat that much. You're getting so much nutrition that you're really just eating for fun and pleasure, but not really for nutrition anymore. And um, it's good to have some breaks from eating, even if they're 8 to 10 hours. Yeah, it's not going to kill you, huh? It won't. That's the, that's the exciting part. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm just all over the board here. So uh, what should one do if they're allergic to nuts when they first go raw? Will that sensitivity go away if they stay raw? It may or it may not. It really depends on the person. There's a whole history that's usually involved with a food allergy. And to unwind that history may take as long as five years or longer. Uh, it may not. It may happen that certain nuts you lose your allergies to as you cleanse yourself. These are typically things that we've brought up from our childhood. Generally, kids today are born with somewhere around 80-something pesticides in their umbilical cord or more, and then this affects the development of the liver, and then the liver becomes sensitive to certain types of foods, and fatty foods are, are one of the things that the liver can become sensitive to. That's what nuts are. Nuts are really rich in fat, mm-hmm. um, not protein. As, as, that's kind of a misconception. And um, so kids can become allergic to nuts, and especially with, you know, all the processed nuts and the roasting and all that. Now, to decompress out of that is a different journey for each person. It is possible, and it's a step-by-step procedure. Now, when I was a kid, I used to be able to eat citrus, and then we went to Florida, and it was just a horrendous experience. When I came back, I couldn't eat citrus anymore. Do you think there's a mental-emotional component to a lot of this? Definitely. There's no question about it. The work on, with NAET, which is a, um, it kind of is, it, it takes an allergen that you're allergic to. Let's say it's citrus fruit, 
and it de-allergizes you to that particular food through a system that involves your meridian points, your emotional connections to the food, and a bunch of other things. And that's a good system to get into if you want to get over food allergies or allergies in general, N-A-E-T. I can say this, it can massively either, it can either eliminate an allergy or extremely change the way that you um, respond to allergic um, foods or substances. It, it doesn't, it's not a complete cure every time, but it is always help, helpful to do that particular technique. Well, Okay. This is great. I think I think everybody's just going to have to love this one. <laughs> uh, do you recommend a slow transition or a hundred percent? It depends on where somebody's at. Let's say somebody has fourth stage cancer. They kind of need to go on the super food, super fuel, super herb, living foods, low sugar diet right away. And in that particular case, because of the ex- extremity of the situation, um, I'd recommend going all the way. For most of us who aren't in that position, it's probably good that we just go step-by-step and implement the parts of the living foods diet that we really feel comfortable with. Some people, it's vegetable juice. They just That's their thing. They love doing that, and that's a great way in. For other people, it's just having a salad a day. For real new people, it's just turning organic and not eating in non-organic restaurants. That's a big change. And for other people, it's just simplifying each meal so that we don't have 50 different things that all of them cooked coming in at every meal that we kind of simplify it down and chunk our diet down a little bit so it's a little bit more controllable. Wherever we are on the spectrum, every step in the right direction is exactly that. It will take you where you want to go. Okay. Now, you mentioned that, you you know, if you've got cancer, that you should do that. But a lot of people like McDougal has had total success with just people just going to a plant-based cooked food program. How do you respond to that? Well, it depends on what's what's involved. You know, for, for someone who has cancer, basically what you want to do is get them off all sugar, um, any food allergies, um, make sure that they are getting a proper hydration, which is a huge part of the whole process, mm-hmm. and pretty much in and on top of that, make sure that they have um, really a holistic um, support of minerals in their diet. For example, lots of kelp powder, lots of seaweed powder, and those kinds of things. And then in the combination of all that, you know, even if it's some cooked or whatever, they're going to have some benefits. But they've got to be very careful about sugar in particular of all kinds, even fruit sugar. Well, a lot of healing seems to take place with just people eliminating stuff before they even get uh, getting the nutrients. Do you agree with that? Just eliminating, like you were saying, um, the dairy, the meat, the white stuff. And that seems to make a major uh, assistance for people even while they're eating cooked. That's exactly right. Just eliminating. Sometimes it's not what you're doing or it's not what, what you're not doing. It's what you are doing and just stop doing that. Yeah. You just stop doing what's killing you. Exactly. And then you can start changing your program and adding stuff that's going to assist you in healing. Um, we'll be back in a moment with David Wolf. This is fascinating. This is stuff I've not heard, actually, from anybody. So I'm having a real good time here, and we'll be back in a moment. Right on, Rebel.
Hi, this is Rebel. We're back. And for more information on my seminars, play shops, and teleconferences, please go to my website, revelations.com. That's with two V's and two L's. There you can sign up for weekly revelations, purchase my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and or smoothies and smoothies for life. Contact me to speak for your school or organization. Your purchases do help keep this program on the air. My guest today is... Speaker of Raw Living Expert David Wolf. You can contact David Wolf through numerous websites. You got more websites than I do. And one of them would be, of course, DavidWolf.com. His last name is W-O-L-F-E. It's one word, DavidWolf.com. So, David, um, I'm having a great time. This is stuff I didn't know, so I think a lot of people are getting some fantastic information. Uh, I need to ask you though. You you talk a lot about maca and goji and uh, stuff like that. Now, in this country, there's a lot of people who cannot afford just eating vegetables. You know, I mean, I, I hear that a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me, that they're they're just really having difficulty eating raw because of the cost of the food and stuff. Do you get that a lot when you when you talk to people? Yeah, it, it comes up. It actually comes up less and less. And I think what's going on is actually, see, what really, there, there's no, I can't afford. Mm-hmm. Anyone can afford anything. Yes. Um, what there really is, is either confusion, lack of willpower, lack of understanding, um, feeling of being overwhelmed. And those things pass with time. And eventually those kinds of, quote unquote, objections, like I can't because of whatever, right? It costs too much or because I can't get the food or whatever. Those kind of go away in um, the person's experience as they evolve with the information a little bit longer and they realize, oh, wait a second, in my backyard or on my windowsill, I could grow tons of food for nothing. Stop buying fruits and vegetables from a health food store. Have bulk fruit delivered to your house. Grow all your own vegetables and or sprouts through the winter. And then you just basically spend your money on superfoods and herbs. That's kind of what I do. I mean, I don't ever, I, I never buy vegetables in a store. That, that to me is a waste of money and that they're also not fresh enough for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick all my vegetables out of my garden and when it's not season, let's say it's in the middle of winter, it's all either sprouts and some wild foods as well um, to comprise my salad. So I'm really eating fresh food all year long. And on top of that, then I spend my money on, say, goji berries or cacao beans or honey or things that make thing you know make the whole thing real fun so you um because i'm looking at you know somebody who's living in a small one-bedroom apartment or a studio apartment and uh yeah i mean that's one of the things i tell people and, and they don't really like it like me for it i say make more money um especially living in this country but there are some some difficulties especially if someone is older and so basically you are a major sprouter person i mean yeah i mean that's i'm not very good at sprouting but somehow (laughs) it it gets done yeah and um i want to say that because a lot of people are like look you know when it comes to sprouting i'm not the one who's going to be doing that well that's me um somehow it gets done i have friends who help me and i'm traveling a lot so i i can't be in one place for very long but when i'm home we have sprouts here and and it really is helpful throughout the winter and it's extremely inexpensive. I mean, it's literally a joke. It's, it costs you nothing. And so it comes down to what's your priority. Right. It's what your values are and what your priorities are. People will spend money on their rent without thinking about it, but they, then they'll you know, chintz themselves on their food. 
Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, your rent's probably going to some guy who's, you know, a drunk, his kids are on cocaine, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it, when it's dealing with your food, that's you. That's, you're, the, you're the person. You are the investment. And it's putting that money into yourself and getting a cheaper place to live or making more money or figuring it out somehow, getting a roommate or whatever, um, to get more value into your food and more good food is going to pay you back a hundred times anything. Anything, any investment you could make. Exactly. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, that, that just answered my next question. People who live where food, raw food is scarce to maintain a raw food lifestyle, like you said, sprouts. And I, th- yeah. I think that's been suggested so many times is just get sprouts. And also there are people, even in Southern California where I live, who complain about the cost of food and stuff. And I have suggested going to farmer's markets and waiting towards the end. We went to a farmer's market recently, and the grapes, I think they were, were buck fifty a pound. And the guy says, uh, he says, uh, I'll go a dollar a pound. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, give me about 10 pounds here, dude. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Hi, this is Rebel. We're back. If you are listening to this program via iTunes, you can find out more about this show and other podcasts by going to Revel.com. I've got quite a few going. I also have a cruise going on uh, November 3rd. Well, I will be speaking on revolutionizing your life, and Bo and I will be speaking on podcasting. If you feel to join us, please contact me, and I'll give you the information. My guest today, I'm so excited. I'm getting some great, great information. Author, speaker, raw living expert, David Wolf. Thanks again for taking your time to be with us, David. Thank you, Revel. It's an honor and a pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, now, a lot of people who decide to go raw think they should go. They should fast first, and the master cleanse seems to be the main thing they're doing. Sometimes they'll do a, a juice fast before eating raw. Do you advise that? Do you think it's necessary? I usually don't advise that because it's, it's sometimes a good jump start to jump start yourself into a new new program. It's kind of a ritual, and mm-hmm. therefore that ceremonial or ritualistic aspect kind of causes you to go, okay, before that I was doing that, after that I'm doing this. And that part of it's good, but a lot of us are not really um, at the peak of our mineralization as we should be. I mean, that's the best way I can describe that meaning that we are deficient in major minerals, and I mean really deficient and never really had them, and mineral supplements aren't doing the job, and probably we've been not getting those from our food, and one of those minerals, of course, is zinc. And it, when we get onto a, a fast, for example, a fast with a lot of sugar in it, like the Master Cleanse, it, it, we can create a lot of acidity, we can get, pull out a lot of toxins, we may not have enough minerals to buffer or neutralize those toxins, mm. and we have to be very careful as we go into the future because people are stepping into this at a more and more mineral deficient stage um, due to the the very very low quality of the standard food supply. Wow! Now, um, that's an interesting t- topic. Part of the thing to me is also they go from overeating and overindulging in bad food to the totally extreme opposite. 
You know, yeah. you know, it's just I guess like that's a natural human reaction. <laughs> yeah, I either I'm eating too much or I'm going to go ahead and starve myself. They don't just come to the middle immediately, and they think raw food is is uh, extreme. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> uh, well, see, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, I mean, raw and living foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, seaweeds, sprouts, grasses like wheatgrass, herbs, and superfoods is the most normal and natural thing to eat on the whole earth. And we've got to just kind of square that up right away because what we were taught to eat and what we have actually eaten in our life is um, essentially a chemical soup of some sort that has nothing to do with anything natural or normal. And now what we're really doing with Living Foods is we're getting back to normal and we're getting back to our natural state, which has been lost. Now what happens as a result of that is you start regaining your power, your personal power, your genetic power, your immune system power, and this is a tremendous adjunct, a tremendous addition to any kind of personal development program, if not the most important addition, is taking that power back and really rejuvenating yourself in a real way at your core. Now, that's where we start, because if you understand that, you will be motivated to go through the ups and downs that occur uh, that will inevitably happen when you open up, say, for example, a closet where you've stuffed all that, you know, all those dirty coats over the years. Finally, you've <laughs> got to get that stuff out of there. That's what detoxification and cleansing does, and that's why we, we really have to clean house in order to get to where we're going. Did you go through a major detox when you uh, went raw? I'm sure I did. I've been a raw foodist now 13 years. Wow. Yeah, so, um, I yeah, of course I went through major, like, cleansing, weight loss, stuff coming out of me I couldn't believe was coming out of me. Um, you know, I remember a weird pimple formed on my chest, and I had this black stuff that just came out of it. And it was like, what in the world is that? Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And other things like that, bizarre stuff, weird dreams, nightmares, you know, where I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, thank God that was a dream. And, you know, <laughs> you go through kind of a night sweat sometimes, and there's a lot of toxins in our environment. I mean, it, it's hard to actually believe until you've gotten that stuff out of you. The chemical byproducts, petroleum byproducts, the pesticides and everything in that whole industry of herbicides, larvicides, fungicides, the residues of those things, toxic mineral compounds. I mean, just goes on indefinitely, but it is possible to get that stuff out of you and to do it relatively painlessly. You're going to have little ups and downs, but we're at a point now where if you just get on the program and you kind of do it in the way that's prescribed, you're going to have the least amount of downs and the most amount of ups. Now, what do you mean by prescribed? Because there, there are so many different prescriptions. Like Alyssa says, uh, eat as much as you want, especially during transition. Eat as much as you want as long as it's raw. Whereas like Doug Graham says, you know, 8, 10, 10, and then this other one says something else, and this other one says something else. What, what do you feel somebody should do? I mean, do you, keep it simple, right? Keep it simple, and I would, this is what I'd recommend. I mean, when I say, you know, stay on the program, I'm talking about the program that I recommend. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I recommend the program in the way that I do is because of my years of experience in this field and just seeing really how different different metabolisms are why some things work for some people and don't work for others. So the number one thing on the program, in my opinion, is to get on a few different things. Number one is getting on superfoods as the first step and just making a super shake or a super smoothie instead of using those toxic protein powders and 
whatever kind of diets, things, powders that are on the market that you throw into shakes. Get off all that. Get on to superfoods. Throw your blueberries and raspberries in there and blend the whole thing up. And then that's where you start. Now, what that does, it immediately gives people a lift because they've never had nutrition like that, real nutrition. Um, Two, it allows them to go, oh, okay, this is something I can do. I know how to make a shake. I know how to make a smoothie. It gives them some momentum because they can't actually do it. And three, those plants are so powerful, goji berries, cacao, maca, spirulina, blue-green algae, uh, bee pollen. These are the superfoods, aloe vera, noni. This stuff is so powerful that it identifies for your body what needs to change next. So it gets you out of the willpower game. It just allows your body to kind of go, okay, we can't eat that anymore. We need to eat this now, and this is what feels good and that feels bad. And it, that information download is a critical part of this whole thing. I'm not convinced you can get that from carrot juice or just eating avocados or, you know, flax crackers. Um, all those things are good, but the superfood component is something that everyone can do and benefit from. And then we go to the next levels, which are salads. Make sure you have a vegetable juice every day if you can do that. Make sure that you don't have this mass miscombination of cooked foods. If you have cooked food, you know, you simplify everything up. And this is where we ha- we're having the most success, staying away from extreme fasting and cleansing in the beginning until you are established in new health disciplines and are ready to do it. Okay. That's, that's a totally different program, too. <laughs> so we got one more program here to confuse the people with. But, you know, the thing I, I can see and hear, though, is how you are after 13 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can. I mean, the energy I hear in you and, you know, people will say, well, he's young. I mean, I'm in my 50s. And, you know, but the thing is, you know, I, I'm hearing this and I know how I feel when I am just staying with the raw food program. I mean, it's a major difference in my health and my attitude and everything else. Now, I'm considering uh, adding uh, the the superfoods because I haven't really done that much. But my, my concern, too, is you, you talk about cacao. Now, there's caffeine in it, right? There's actually almost no caffeine in cacao. That's kind of a myth. Okay. Explain um, it to me, please. There's theobromine in cacao. And theobromine is... Actually, this is interesting. In, in America, for about 40 years, from 1890 to 1930, when somebody would have a heart attack, they'd inject them with theobromine to save their life. Um, theobromine is a cardiac stimulant, and it's also a cardiac relaxant. It dilates all your capillaries. So this is uh, really important for cardiovascular health. People who eat chocolate, just I'm talking junk chocolate, mm-hmm. on average live a year longer and suffer from less heart attacks, significantly less. Now, that's really big news. Why is that? Because chocolate does literally work on your heart. Cacao works on your cardiovascular system. That's its magic. And this is a food that's like, it's a superfood. If you're into it, great. If you're not into it, I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. I I think if if you can't, you know, love chocolate, then you're missing out on a lot (laughs) In life, but if you if you don't like it, whatever you know, there's goji berries, or you can have bee pollen or something else. Um, but cacao to me is a holy sacred food, probably the most holy and sacred food on the whole planet, and therefore it deserves reverence. Therefore, it's not to be eaten just you know haphazardly and crazily, um, but it deserves reverence. And it's also it's also incredibly healing when used appropriately. So you would recommend that as opposed to what's that other stuff? Um... 
<laughs> I can't even remember now. I just blanked out. Uh, something carob. We, carob. There you go. Um, yeah, carob is okay. It's a great food, but it is not what cacao is. Cacao is the most chemically complex food substance in the entire world. It's the most interesting food in the world. I mean, more people eat chocolate than eat, for example, almonds. I mean, the amount of people who eat cacao on the planet is 100 times greater than the amount of people who eat almonds. It's in the top 15 foods consumed by humankind worldwide, but nobody ever eats it in its raw, natural state. And that's what we've done, was we have innovated that and brought that into the market so that people can experiment with this food and really bring more joy into their heart, have more fun with, with making food. And chocolate brings that experience to bear. Okay. All right. That's something to look at. Uh, let's go back to a few questions. I don't want to take you away from what you want to talk about as well, but um, I just wrote these up, and I, like I said, I don't usually ask people a lot of questions. Colonics, agree or disagree? Agree, if they're done correctly. If someone wants to eliminate excess weight, should they go low fat? Depends on the person. Some people have a, a metabolism... Like if I eat tons of fat, I don't gain any weight. But if I eat tons of fruit, I do gain weight. Because some people have a carbohydrate metabolism where they don't process carbohydrates well and they gain weight eating carbohydrates. That's like me. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people, it's the opposite. They gain weight eating fat and protein, but if they eat carbohydrates, they lose weight. These are metabolic differences. You just have to discover it for yourself. And, And you will. Raw and living foods makes everything very clear over time because you begin to understand okay, an avocado is a fat and an orange is a carbohydrate, and then you begin to determine your own natural mix of fats, oils, carbohydrates, and proteins and what's the appropriate um, amount for you day to day. Excellent. Uh, How important is water when eating raw? Water is probably the most critical thing, and water quality is um, at at, an all-time low worldwide. And this is an area where all of us who are into living foods or even hearing this right now really need to get oriented towards water quality and drinking lots of water when we rise in the morning. I usually drink a liter and a half, a measured liter and a half, every morning upon rising. I just did that this morning, and especially here because I'm on a spring, so it's spring water right out of the tap. Mm. It it is just, I mean, it's it's an unbelievable luxury. And uh, part of what we do at our seminars and our trainings is that we educate people on how they can take their home system, let's say they're on a well, and develop really good water right out of the tap without using huge amounts of, you know, reverse osmosis systems or anything like that, but really doing it simply. And we have a technique for doing that, which is very clever, which we've done here at our house, that that actually uses no filtration at all. There's no filter at all from the spring up into uh, my tap of my house. I want that. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. It's something, it's, it's pieces that I haven't put it together as a kit, but I, what we do is we kind of take people through it, show them how it all works, and if they want to get those pieces, we show them the appropriate websites and people to call and all of that and how to install it in their home. Oh, excellent. That's great. Okay, we have to take another break, and we'll be back with David Wolf in a moment.
Hi, this is Revel. You are listening to Revelations, celebrating your potential. My guest today is author, speaker, raw living expert, David Wolf. You can contact David through numerous websites, including thebestdayever.com. That is all one word, thebestdayever.com. Also, thehealingwatersband.com and sunfood.com. Am I missing anything, David? I think you've got a pretty good array of my website. <laughs> we do have a nonprofit organization which may interest people called the Fruit Tree Planting Foundation. Okay, so that's ftpf.org. Got it. Okay, perfect. Uh, one more question. A lot of people I have heard say they're having teeth problems, having gone raw. Do you have any, any response to that? They're having what kind of problems? Problems with their teeth. Oh, teeth problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, I have a lot to say about that. I mean, it's why I, pr- I promote the program that I do, which is really, it's not just a fruit and vegetable kind of a diet. It's, it's essentially, for most people, a low-sugar, low-carbohydrate, low-fruit intake kind of a diet with emphasis on lots of minerals in sea vegetables and superfoods and vegetable juices that are celery-based rather than carrot-based. And I could go deeper and deeper into it, but generally my feeling on what's causing teeth problems is people go raw and they don't have any minerals. They're already on, on low as it is. They're low in magnesium and calcium, zinc, sulfur, phosphorus, I mean a whole bunch of minerals. And then what happens is they go raw and their body goes into cleansing mode and sucks up all their minerals in order to buffer and neutralize the acids of the waste that's being removed, that they're eliminating, the toxins. And therefore, they can become mineral deficient while cleansing. And this is one of the reasons why I don't recommend the Master Cleanse for beginners because of this phenomenon. Superfoods are super rich in minerals. Of course, all vegetable juices are really rich in magnesium and especially calcium and, and vegetables in general. And sea vegetables are really rich in every kind of mineral. And these are areas where we need to be focusing on more if we really have trouble with bone strength, then I'd recommend going to an herbal approach with oat straw, horsetail, nettle. Um, if you can get it, hemp leaf, tea, making a tea out of those particular plants and then drinking that, that tea all day. And that will really provide silicon to the body. And silicon is much more important for building bone than calcium is. This whole calcium thing is actually very off track and very dangerous. If people take in too much calcium... They can become calcified, and it doesn't actually improve their bone density. It decreases it. That's what 100 years of calcium research has shown. Because the actual mineral that produces bone density, there's two actually, magnesium and silicon, are there, that's kind of the next wave of nutrition is this understanding that 2 plus 2 doesn't equal 4 in the human body. If you're low in calcium, you don't eat calcium to get it. You eat magnesium and silicon to get it. Wow. I mean, I'm just sitting here going, wow, 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 this whole thing. Uh, we, we could do another hour or another uh, half-hour show here, uh, but I need to find out, what are you doing? What are you excited about before we leave? Well, we finally got the new Eating for Beauty out, and Eating for Beauty is a book that I put together a few years ago that's been very, very popular for us, and it's probably the best introductory piece on, on live food nutrition and superfood nutrition out there, at least you know, to my mind, for, for real beginners, people who are just brand new to it. So that's been fun. We've also got this 21-day program that's coming out um, in about a week now. And that 21-day program is, is 21 days with me, and we, we get together and we go through a day together, you know, we go through an hour together each day, 
and we have some fun elements of that program, including you have to turn over um, two decks of cards. You turn over a card each day, and you have to do what those cards say. And some cards are free passes, and some cards are challenges for the day. And if, even if you're in a working environment or you've got a lot to do each day with kids and stuff, you could still do this. It's designed for you, um, and it's really a laugh. And what else? Well, we're going to be at the, uh, at the Raw Spirit Festival in October in Sedona, Arizona, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go onward down to Eden Hot Springs for a Halloween bash. Um, if you're interested in doing that with us, that's a, that's a party we throw every year there at Eden Hot Springs, and uh, that event is listed on uh, the davidwolf.com. Um, website under events. Well, I am so glad to finally catch up with you. This has been just totally, a totally enlightening experience for me. Yay, awesome. Thank you. Uh, I wish we had another hour. I wish you had another hour because I could do another hour here. I've got so many more questions, and I know you have so many more answers. Anyway, don't go away. Uh, if you would like to advertise on or sponsor this program, please contact me at Revel, R-E, two Vs as in victory, E-L-L, at CelebratingYourPotential.com. My engineer is Bo Astrup. I'm Revel Revity saying, remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. Bye for now.